0: Your complete betting guide to this week's UEFA Champions League action. Please gamble responsibly. This is the Sportsbet.io Champions League podcast.
1: Welcome to the Sportsbet.io Champions League preview for another Champions League match week. It's the second legs of some of the Round of 16 games as we uh, turn the fixtures around. And there are some very interesting ones, or some that maybe, maybe look like they're done and dusted, but you never know with the Champions League. Uh, but I'm David Eason, your host once again, back, back once again. Uh, good to be here. And uh, joining us today, we've got the commentator John Driscoll and our World Soccer expert Gavin Hamilton. Hello, John. Hello, Gavin.
0: Are we looking forward to this this week, John? uh yes definitely good to have you back david and yes this should be should be fascinating um and we'll, we'll see if we can figure out a way of making some money even out of man city Sporting lisbon
1: even out of city lisbon <laughs> um uh gavin there are a couple that look look done and dusted, but you you never really can tell with the champions league can you
2: no but i, mean, I think with city in the form that they're in <laughs> um, it's it, you feel for Sporting because you know they've had to wait a couple of weeks now for this for this second leg to come around, and uh, you know after taking um, yeah complete uh, complete tonking in that first leg, so um, it, it's 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 uh, it's disappointing for Sporting, and you feel for them. But yeah, some of the other games, I think yeah, uh, you know, I think particularly Real Madrid PSG was always going to be the, the the standout tie of the round, really. I think, and that's so it's proved. I think it's really nicely poised now, um, and and yes, Liverpool are i have done the job in Milan and and, and and look pretty comfortable. But I think Bayern Bayern Salzburg is the is, is the potentially the most interesting because that's much closer than we, we expected it to be. Um, so there's there's still a lot to play for there's still some some interesting matchups.
1: Well that is where we'll start Tuesday. Uh, we've got two games at eight o'clock by Munich against Salzburg and Liverpool versus Inter of Milan. Uh, let's start in Munich then by Munich versus Salzburg. And it was uh, an interesting clash uh, last time out um, with Bayern held held to a one all draw, and really, <laughs> will Salzburg look at this Gavin and say that that might have been an opportunity lost?
2: Yeah, I think I mean I think they felt that they you know they conceded that late um, equaliser to Bayern in in, in Salzburg, and, and they played really well, um, and you know they are as we said before the dominant team in in Austria. Um, and, and they've got this fantastic uh, youth policy, transfer policy, call it, where you were buying up the best youngsters from around Europe and, and bringing them through and giving them opportunities that they wouldn't necessarily get at other clubs in, in more established leagues. And so you've got some, you know, the likes of, we talked a lot about Adi the, the young striker who's now on his way to Germany, ironically to Dortmund, not Bayern, where Bayern was where he actually started out as a kid. Um, so he's, in a way, he's the one that got away. Um, but they've got some other really good players, um, some really interesting youngsters. Um, Okafor we talked about before, but he looks like he's injured. There's a guy called Junior Adome Adamu who scored twice at the weekend. He scored the goal at the, in the, in that first leg. They're all youngsters, and this is their real shot window um, for them, but also for the club because they you know they have this transfer policy of of moving people on quickly, often moving them on to Leipzig. You know the sort of the, the parent club, if you like, in Germany, but there's lots of opportunities for Salzburg here. Um, they will see an opportunity, and I, I, I think Bayern will be too strong. I mean, I think we, we, I think it's wrong to bracket Bayern with with City and Liverpool and PSG in in this year's competition because there's just a few few doubts about them in defence. You know, they've got the they've got the quality to come through this tie with Lewandowski and. Uh, and, and thomas muller although Muller scored a an own goal at the weekend um so uh, Bayern should have enough of this the quality is there um but there are just the upper the, the 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 French centre back just seems to have a mistake in him in every game he, you know he's he's clearly a talented defender and he's clearly um you can see why he's so highly rated but you just you just think there is a there is a mistake in there somewhere and, and Salzburg have got the youngsters who are really hungry to show and prove themselves. So I think there's a few goals in this. Uh, and, and I think Bayern will come through it eventually. Um, but but Salzburg will, will, will fancy their chances.
1: Bayern, in- incredibly short to qualify, as you could imagine, at 1.06. They're 1.18 to win this game. Uh, the draw is 8, Salzburg 14. Um, Salzburg to qualify at 7. Uh, over two and a half goals is short at 1.32 over three and a half 1.78 let's try and find a way in um, initially though John I mean if you're looking at the way Bayern, Bayern defend and, and maybe we'll come on to Liverpool Liverpool Inter and the way that they defend is are more of the the arguments against Liverpool actually do they apply more to Bayern and the way that they defend quite so high and, and aren't quite as, as secure in, in catching people off
0: yeah yeah I think that's a fair point I think I can see I agree with Gavin I can see goals in it I can see Salzburg scoring because of that pace I mean they caught uh, Bayern out in the in the first leg in the, when the match circumstances were different um they could have had other goals in that first game as well they were unlucky stroke wasted chances uh, Bayern held on at times clearance of the line great work by the goalkeeper that kind of thing so I think there's definitely goals in it I think the the ridiculously well they is that the word? Extravagantly high lines that uh, Bayern play with at times leave themselves open to that um, searing pace that Salzburg have got. So it's 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 interesting. It's it's fascinating. We I think well I, I certainly misread it. I thought Bayern would be too strong for them in the first leg, um, and in the end Bayern were happy to get out of that with that with that draw. Um, so therefore those prices. Um, they seem very skinny on Bayern, I must say, and and more tempting on on Salzburg to get something out of this. I, you know, the draw at eight, Salzburg to, to qualify one way or the other at seven. Um, the, you know, you know, they're, they're just much longer prices for a team that was as good as Bayern in every regard in the first game.
1: Well, the the traders consider Salzburg a threat clearly because they are um, to score. Both teams to score is one point eight five, so approaching even money for both teams to score, um, and there might be the, the combination bet in that if you think it's going to go over 2.5. Um, the, uh, the, the draw is is 8, and of course we've got no away goals in this. There is a there is a to-go-to-extra-time um, shout, but that, that's 6. You might as well just take the 8 on the draw. I mean, that that's if, if you think it's going to go to extra time. Um, and if you like, uh, let's see... The draw and over two and a half goals is, is 19. Um, Bayern and over 3.5 is 1.85, so there's, there's not much there. The over two and a half and both teams to score is just under even money at 1.96. So you're, you're giving Salzburg a goal there. You're putting all the, the possibilities in it as well, but, but more than two and a half goals in, in the game. Are we thinking this is going to be... Wait, well, Salzburg get a goal, but it, it might get away from them, Gavin.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think they've got, like I said, they've got a goal in them. And Bayern have got a, a mistake in them as well. So um, yeah, I think over two and a half is is a good starting point. Uh, I think both teams to score is a is an, is an, is a good start starter as well. Um, I think some of the Bayern goal scores are interesting. Leroy Sané is an interesting character at the moment because he was he was on the bench at the weekend, um, and 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 yeah, you know, there are a few few criticisms of Nabilism for 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 benching him like that. So he's. He, he's an interesting character I think to watch in this Um, yeah, he could be hungry uh, you know something to prove to um, yeah, to, to the coach so um, uh, but the quality is there in Bayern with with, with Lewandowski um, and uh, and Muller as well you know I think he, th- these guys did. this is what these are the games where their experience comes through and, and their experience tells so I, th- I think Bayern I think We'll come through it comfortably in the end i think they, they, but there's definitely there's definitely more than two and a half in the goals in this probably more than three and a half i think um would would, would uh uh I, I think that's 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 the way into this game i think um but i think Sane is an interesting character as well
1: uh he is 2.85 anytime he's 7.5 first goal uh, lewandowski is uh 2.8 first goal 1.32 anytime we, we mentioned uh, Adi Yemi at 3.6. Anytime he's 9.5 first goal. Who would be your shout for for first goal? Uh, it well, actually for for a let's have a, a Salzburg goal for, from either of you, uh, Gavin first.
2: Um, well, Adi Adi Yemi is the one that gets all the attention, um, but um, I, I think Junior Adami scored in the first leg. Um, he scored two at the weekend, so either him or Susic. Lucas Susic is, is a youngster just come through, uh, quite an exciting teenager. So yeah. Those are long shots, but but I, I'd say Adamu or Susic would be, be the ones to look out for. Um, Noah, a, a car um I think, will probably be injured, but um, but he's he's another guy to look out for. Uh,
1: you can have, I had that then. Um, Adamu is 4.75 any time, he's 12 first goal, and Susic is 11 any time, 21 first goal. So that might be a very decent price there. John, how do you see this going?
0: Um, right, so in terms of Salzburg scorers, I'll go, I'll take a I think, at that price over Adayemi. Adayemi was ripping it up at the start of the season, a little bit thinner on the ground at the moment. Um Lewandowski, it's just such a low price, isn't it? I mean he's on a goal drought, isn't he? He hasn't scored in two games now. He's useless. Um I mean they've Get got rid- lots of options. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they've got lots of options uh, buying for for goal scorers, haven't they? Obviously, Coleman sc- uh, scored in the, the the end of the first game, so there's a threat there. Uh, I mean, Sula scored at the weekend. If you're looking for something a bit uh, more left field, um, but I, th- I think I ultimately, I think I think you will bet, David. You know, you're, they're putting together that over two and a half, both teams scoring. It's probably your, your sensible one. Um, if you're looking for something a bit longer, I still think there's a there's a case for Salzburg. Uh, nicking something at that you know and it's a it's a longer price so that's that's why that's why I think it's worth thinking about it
1: and if Salzburg to qualify at seven it would that would be uh, footballing reverberations ar- around the Champions League as we head towards the quarterfinals uh, but Bayern Munich against Salzburg uh, tied up at one all at the end of the first leg and of course no away goals it's our first test of the uh, the lack of away goals in uh, knockout competition. In Europe this season, well, in the Champions League this season, uh, Bayern at one point one eight to win the game. Salzburg at fourteen. The draw is eight, and uh, we'll have a look and uh, keep an eye on those players as well. That's Bayern Munich versus Salzburg. Also at eight o'clock on Tuesday night at Anfield, it is uh, Liverpool versus Inter Milan. Uh, Liverpool with uh, a, I'm going to say, I would say dominant before dominant result. Um, but they they were open, as they have been this season, but they, they didn't actually concede too many chances to Inter Milan in that first leg. And, um, John, they'll be, they'll be delighted with the 2-0 scoreline away from home. I mean, this is the point where you want to weigh goals as well, isn't it? But actually, the 2-0, most dangerous scoreline in football, um, <laughs> sort of, uh, it's it's there for Inter to have a go at still, isn't it?
0: Uh Yes. Uh, but of course, having a go at Liverpool is a dangerous business, isn't it? With the, uh, the firepower on the break that they've got. Um, I mean, I, I know you, you've got a sort of natural pessimistic res- reservation about saying that Liverpool are going to breeze through things. But I think Liverpool are very, very, very strong. I think they're a better team than, than Inter. I just think they are. I think they're really strong. I think they, at the weekend against West Ham, it wasn't exactly free-flowing stuff, was it? My slight fear, all the way through this season, I've basically said, uh, Mohamed Salah is if you put your money on Mohamed Salah every week to score then you're going to be up my slight fear now is that Luis Diaz is, is sort of taking a bit of his bit of his energy um, same very similar kind of player doing the same kind of things running at people shooting running at people shoot all the way through so that was that was my slight fear for Liverpool watching the game against West Ham this weekend. but they were still too strong uh, for, for West Ham, even though West Ham had their chances. So there was a case that Inter might nick a goal. There was a case that, you know, if everything goes against Liverpool, yes, uh, sounded like Jurgen Klopp, it could, you know, it, it could work out against them. Um, I, I'm I'm strongly for Liverpool going through. I think they're a too strong a team. I think they're in a, a, a tremendous place at the moment in good form. Uh, options to, you know, to choose from. Uh, tremendous, yeah. I still, I mean, Van Dyke. People are starting to question Van Dyke, and I don't really get why because I still think he's, he's uh, a, a magnificent defender. So I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm firmly Liverpool will will go through, yeah, a similar scoreline, a, a, a two nil that kind of thing wouldn't surprise me again.
1: Inter had well, they were going through a bit of a goal trap weren't they? Until until the weekend when they won five nil, Gavin.
2: Yeah, I mean, finding Salernitana, the sort of bottom team in Serie A, so I I don't think we can read too much into it. Although um, uh, Martinez scored a hat trick, I saw Martinez, who's you know found his scoring touch after after failing to score for quite a long time. So um, they've got quality into you know they've got quality players, but I don't think they've got the pace to to really trouble Liverpool. Um, I don't get Van like Johnson. I don't get Van Dijk. the criticism of Van Dyke because he's uh, and I, I compile the the team of the month for the European Sports Media Group and I've just been totting up the votes for February and Van Dyke is is the top vote for the centre back uh, in the team from, from journalists around Europe so he's yeah he's he's been recognised for the way he's playing and um, uh, I, I, I think this will be comfortable for Liverpool I can't see Inter really troubling them um, I think I think the, the question is really about the, the the selection for Klopp because he's, you know, as John said, there are lots of options. He does tend to go with his strongest team. Um, they've got, I think, Brighton at the weekend. So that's, you know, that's not a game they're going to really fear at the moment, the way the way Brighton are off form. So um, I don't know where the value is in terms of goal scores for Liverpool. I think, I mean, I think, I always think set pieces is a good way with Liverpool because they, you know, they do score a lot of goals from set pieces. Um, they almost score from a set piece in the League Cup final. Um uh, Matip um, you know, wasn't it but um, but I, I think any of the centre-backs and Fabinho's been in great form as well goal-scoring form so I think um, I'd be looking at a set-piece and Van Dyke. Dijk, Van Dyke's an, an obvious candidate
1: oh, You mentioned Matip 17 any time and this is 26 uh, first goal um, you might get a, a free kick from Trent Alexander-Arnold 11 any time 19 first goal um there's plenty of goal scorers in in that Liverpool squad, as you, as you suggest, um, and you wonder if if Klopp might just take Diaz out of it, it at the start anyway, and go with his with his old the old faithful. I say the old faithful. Diego Dur- 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 Jota's in there now as well, and I don't think Firmino's quite ready for this to come back in. Uh, Salah's two anytime, which is if actually. When I mean, you talk about it, John, you, you would suggest that Salah any time at two is, is still not bad these days. Jota at 2.36 any time. Sadio Mane, who is, is also in goal scoring form, 2.8 any time. Um, and Diaz is 2.8 as well. So the, the goal scorers are there. Martinez at 3.66 any time. 8.5 first goal. Edin Dzeko at 8.5 and 3.66 any time as well. For Inter, um, you can play out a few as I, as I do generally before Liverpool games, what might happen. But if Inter do get the first goal, it, it, it does op- open this game up slightly. Well, m- more than slightly, doesn't it, John?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so you know, that that's exactly what Klopp would be saying. It's you know worse, more surprising things have happened than Inter have gone to Liverpool and win a game. Uh, having said that, I mean, it's almost never happened to Liverpool, has it, in, in European competition from being 2-0 up from, a, from an away leg. I don't know the away goals, sort of, sort of different i think in this circumstance it's good isn't it because actually i don't know if it is we'll yeah for, sc- scrap everything i say about the away goals rule. we'll, we'll wait and see what happens <laughs> how the away goals rule affects uh, affects these european ties we won't really have a, a firm view on that will we uh, i think for, for for some considerable period of time in fact i don't even know uh, I, I wasn't firmly in either camp anyway when they scrapped it. It, it it wasn't something that kept me awake at night thinking the away goals rule is ruining, ruining football or that I that I was sitting there watching games, thinking, ah, oh, these are away goals have ruined it. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, Salah at two, it's, it's more generous than Lewandowski, isn't it? If you're looking for someone who you think is, you know, uh, you know, if you're looking for a nailed-on scorer, um, it's 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 therefore it's not a bad price. Mohamed uh, I mean, Salah takes the penalties as well. he? Yeah, you know, and it's perfectly feasible that Liverpool could get a get a penalty here. Yes, I mean, yes, there's a case for Inter. Um, you'd you'd have to really tempt me with a price though to to get me going there.
1: Uh, Inter, of course, banging a title, probably the most exciting title mm. race in Europe at the moment is uh, is in Italy, and Inter are right in it. Two 0 down away to Liverpool. Are they are they thinking more? I mean, you wouldn't say they're thinking more about the weekend or what's going on at home, but they 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 would want that Serie A title once again, wouldn't they? Going and and. Is it, is it about priorities? Do we see what, what well, side is put out here?
2: No, I mean, I think they, they... We didn't expect them to be in the cycle race, I think, after the changes in the summer. Um, and, and they surprised people. And um, uh, they are, in this game, yeah, like you're saying, a, a great three-way battle with with Milan and, 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 uh, and Napoli. Um, they're, they're, they're not used to being in the knockout stages of the Champions League. It's not They're not like Liverpool, where they, they can manage the team from midweek to, to weekend. Um, and so this is a, a you know, relatively new situation for them um, to deal with. So um, I think they'll 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 give it their best shot, and they've got quality uh, as a cinema team. But I, I don't think they've got the pace to get in behind Liverpool and really cause them cause them that tr- that trouble. Um, Martinez is the most likely scorer, um, although Jako is yeah keeps surprising us um, with, with his his experience counting a lot for for instance. He scored at the weekend with Martinez's hat trick. So. I, I'm not sure I can even see Inter scoring in this. To be honest, I think I think Liverpool will do will do a tidy job. They'll do just enough, just as they did against West Ham. I mean, West Ham wasn't West Ham had their chances. I can't see Inter getting as many chances, uh, and Liverpool allowing them the chances. I think this will be a, a, a tidy low scoring game for Liverpool. Maybe it's just a tidy one nil. Uh, under two point five.
1: Uh, oh no, that's all. No, there's a lot. There's a lot of combination possibilities at the end. At, at the possible in in the combo section, it's confusing even me. Uh, you can have Liverpool and under two and a half goals at four point three three, which brings you one 0 and your two 0 You can have uh, those individual scores as well if you just want to find that. Um, John, are we? Are you seeing a, a professional Liverpool performance here, or is it? Do we do we worry more about what they did against West Ham? Considering and actually they've they've had a busy time after the winning the the Carabao Cup. In in the, we sometimes see a a hangover from an early cup victory, um, but Liverpool have such a big squad, quite a lot of them available, and the five subs as well.
0: Yeah, and I think did did I hear at the weekend? Uh, i think 8 years in a row after after someone's won the carabao cup they've gone on to win something else i know that it's a competition that's now becoming dominated by the big clubs again isn't it because the financial resources uh, you know are sort of pooling within a few clubs again and they're able to have very very strong squads um so yeah i mean that say that performance against west ham the 1-0 would be if you thought that what's happening again against inter which is perfectly feasible then that liverpool and under 2.5 Comes in there, doesn't it? Uh, as does the first leg of this game. So, um, if you're thinking Liverpool are solid, well defended, it's in their interests to try and not go crazy in this game. You know, if they get a goal, two goals, and then it's pretty much done, isn't it? Um, so, therefore, um, yeah, 4.33 for Liverpool and under 2.5, I think is it's not looking bad.
1: And then off to Brighton for the early kickoff on on Saturday and back in, and again. They've got their own title race to think about, haven't they? Um, so that's uh, Liverpool at home to Inter Milan, two 0 up from the first leg, and we quite like another similar Liverpool victory. That's the the second game on Tuesday in the Champions League as we complete our round of sixteen fixtures. Uh, coming up next, we'll look at the games on Wednesday. <laughs> This is the Sportsbet.io Champions League preview. Uh, Once again, I've got Gavin Hamilton and John Driscoll with me. And we're looking through uh, all the games this week as we uh, finish off the round of 16 matches. And there's two more on this Wednesday to uh, finish up. And two which are contrasting in terms of uh, where we are from the first leg. We've got uh, Manchester City at home to Sporting of Portugal and there is a huge game. and Everything's huge in the Champions League, but Real Madrid against Paris Saint-Germain is uh, particularly large. Um, let's start with that one then, uh, Gavin, as we as we head into this Wednesday. Um, Real Madrid versus PSG. Um, where are we from, from the first leg? Well, How will Real Madrid be approaching this after that first leg in Paris?
2: It's a tricky one because, I mean, we talked about the... Not sure how the away goals rule will affect and, you know the change in the away goals rule will affect games in the Champions League. And and this is the one game I think that was we could see something different in that first leg, in that Madrid went to to, to Paris to, to play for the you know the nil-nil really and to keep a clean sheet. And um they almost did it. Um except for that, you know, that moment of brilliance from Mbappe at the end. Um and and you know the, the game plan almost worked. Um so it it, it did the, the away goals rule did affect them. Um, but they've now got to try and deal with a different situation to the one that they had hoped for. And it's yeah, Paris PSG are in a in a in a good place in that sense. Um they've had a a, a poor run of form in the league, um, know, yeah, lost at the weekend, um without Mbappe. I mean that's the, that is the key to, to a lot of Understanding of PSG's performances is if Mbappe plays, they win. Um if he's missing, they, they struggle. And and Messi hasn't stepped up in the league. Um he, he got a, a I'm not a big fan of, of marks out of ten for players having been involved in many of those over the years, but Lekeep gave him a four out of ten, Messi, at the weekend, and, and Lekeep take their ratings very seriously. Um so you know he he doesn't perform, he's not performing in the league, but he he does step up. In the Champions League um, against Real Madrid, you know um, the, the former Barcelona, going back to Spain, I think for the first time is that right since he since his move to um, to, to, to to France. So um, it's a huge game for Messi, um, and Madrid have got to come out and do something. They've got to come out and score, obviously, um, and that I think leaves leaves PSG if, if they if they can be disciplined and organised and. I mean, does he play the three superstars in in a game where you know they need to keep it tight and and, and just and, and and nick a goal? Um, does he does he leave one of them out? That's the that's. I'm not sure he will do that. He he played De Maria at the weekend. He didn't play well, um, so I'm not sure. Um, I mean, it, 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 it's there for PSG if they can manage the, the game and and Madrid, um, they are missing players. And I think there are there are doubts about how they how they play in this game. So I'm I'm edging towards PSG. But I think it's going to be a fascinating game. I don't think there's going to be that many goals necessarily. Um, it's it's a fascinating situation, and I think I think PSG will will just about edge through.
1: Two previous meetings uh, at the Bernabeu between these two sides have seen four goals in each. A two-two draw in 2019 in the group stage, and then uh, I think at this stage in 2018. It was a 3-1 win for Real Madrid, uh, two goals from Ronaldo, one for Marcelo and uh, Rabio scoring for PSG. But uh, Mbappé and Sarabia scored in the uh, the last meeting here in the two-all draws. They, they came back and, and they, they, would, they would snap your hand off for a two-all draw right now, wouldn't they? Benzema with two goals for Real Madrid and he's, he's still going for, for Real Madrid. But Mbappé would seem to be the man, John.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, fantastic. And it's probably a good thing for PSG that he was suspended at the weekend. So it gives him a, a full rest ahead of this game. He was the he was the threat in, in the first match, um, you know, uh, almost single-handedly. They, they sort of dealt with him reasonably well for much of it. And then uh, you know, lack of concentration just uh, towards the end. And uh, he got through and scored that crucial goal. I think it showed Ancelotti... <laughs> Almost Ancelotti's like old instincts came back and he played defensively and he played too defensively. I thought he made a mistake, really, because I think what we seen certainly in PSG's latest, in, in their defeats against Nantes and Nice, is that they are vulnerable at, at being broken against by good teams at pace. Real Madrid have got that and they didn't use it. They barely used it at all in that first game. There were times at which they won the ball back. PSG committed a lot of players in attack. And then having won the ball back, they then built up slowly, Real Madrid, and you think, what, why, what, what is going on here? Because I, mean, I didn't think Benzema was fit for that first game. He is fit now, so that's a factor. And Vinicius had almost no impact on the game. Um, I looked at the heat maps after that game. Modric, is all, he looks like a right-back in that game. You, you know, they just sat too deep. They were too negative. Uh, they therefore ended up being dominated in midfield by, uh, you know, Parades and, uh, and 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 PSG. Uh, yeah, I think they got off the hook in that game, and I think it was—I think there's cause for regret for, for Real Madrid. Having said that, they were they, they were what, a whisker away from pulling it off, and pulling off a nil-nil. So they almost got there. So it's it is fascinating to see what Real Madrid will do in this game at the weekend. They were trailing against Real Sociedad at the weekend. They came back really strongly um, and won the game. Camavinga played. Ancelotti's been very reluctant to give players other than his his core favourites playing time. Uh, Modric scored a wonderful goal as well. Uh and now this is this is Ancelotti rotating giving players time off. Uh, he took Modric off at 82 and Benzema off for 84 and Vinicius off at 82. So it's not exactly a full rest ahead of a game. Hazard played no minutes yet again. I think we can almost discount Aiden Hazard from being a you know a, a significant player, which I think is a real shame for for us as neutrals and for Real Madrid. Um so I, I'm coming around to say I don't know, but Real Madrid are in are in decent nick. If they go into this game positively, they will be able to win the game. More likely, I'm saying, it will be a low-scoring game. Maybe looking at that price to take it to extra time, which gives you, obviously, a, a margin of victory, a one-goal margin of victory for, for Madrid uh, in that one. I don't think we're getting back to the days of Barcelona winning 6-1 against uh, PSG. Forever will be um, you know on the memory, of a stain on the history of PSG, it? having given away a four-goal lead. Uh, going to Spain, uh, those were the days for La Liga. But it's 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 going to be close. Mbappe is obviously a threat. Uh, Messi, you'd need a long price because he's just not banging the goals in. I still think he's playing all right. I think that's I think it's a really harsh rating at the weekend and uh, you know a harsh assessment of, of his of his game. He's just changed. He's he's playing as an attacking midfield player. He's still clever. He, he he's no longer in the physical shape where he can go dancing through three or four players. <laughs> So he's not going to score fifty goals a season. So what we're going to do? Call him rubbish. <laughs> you, you, you know, he, we've all, we've got to adapt as Messi adapts to to, to how we, how we read him. Um, yeah. So long way uh, around saying it's it's going to be close.
1: Uh, Real Madrid are two point six two to win this. Paris Saint Germain two point six two to win the game at uh, three point five to draw. Traders like PSG here to uh, obviously the one goal lead helps, but to qualify Real Madrid are three which I think is quite big. PSG at 1.33 to go through. Uh, extra time in the game is 4.2. Uh, and no extra time to be settled in the 90s, 1.18. So uh, maybe a bit of value there as well. If you think if you think this goes on uh, into extra time, you can look at some uh, scorer markets. Benzema obviously is short. Uh, Any time is 2.08. Uh, Mbappe 2.42 anytime 5.5 first goal. Messi is third favourite to score. 2.6 any time, six first goal. Um and just looking down the list, I mean, if he plays, I'm looking at Sergio Ramos. I mean, Sergio Ramos could do everything in this. He could get the whole hat trick of scoring scoring the winner in the 90th minute, then getting sent off. Uh, eight any time, uh, 16 first goal for Sergio Ramos if he get if he gets a game, if he's able to able to play. But you mentioned Luka Modric. I mean, he just goes on and on and on. He's nine anytime, 17 first goal. Not not a, a huge scorer of goals, but a scorer of important goals all the way through his career. And he, he
0: still dominates that team, doesn't he, John? He's, he's, a, he's a magnificent player. Extraordinary. You know, they, they consider getting rid of him almost every summer. You know, his contract is, is going to be up and he might go. And he keeps on going. He keeps his fit covers ground. He don't, you know, he's, he's he's you know one of the great players, Luca Modric. Perhaps, perhaps slightly underrated, I think, because he's not a great sc- a scorer of goals. But yeah, you know, honestly, one of the best, one of the best midfielders we've had the pleasure to to see. Um outsiders for goals. Um I mean, we don't know what Neymar will will figure. his back, isn't he, and, you know, and involved giving the giving the ball away in crucial moments of games and all of that. You can't get a bet on that, I'm sure, can you? But uh, Vinicius, of course, um, is, is a possibility. And Asensio, again, we don't know whether it will be Asensio, Rodrigo you know, for Real Madrid in that attacking right-sided role. But Asensio, possibly for last goal, Asensio um, in the... Uh, you know, he, he he loves the goal. He loves the old Robin goal. Uh, di- you know, dipping the shoulder, coming inside, left foot curling into the corner, uh, easy to easy to read, difficult to stop. It's like Riyad Mahrez. You know, you know he's going to do it, <laughs> but try and stop him. It's, it's, it's still it's still very hard, isn't it? So. Um, yes. Yeah, so what? What is? Have you got Vinicius there? What? What
1: price is it? Uh, Vinicius is three anytime, seven first goal okay. or seven last goal. Yeah. Same price for last, and same with center He'd be eight to get the last the last goal of the game, and three point five any time
0: Yeah, it's not it's not that generous. I don't know. And back not a bad price. Two point four two. You know when yeah. you compare that to Salah and Lewandowski.
1: Uh, will Real Madrid? Will their fans let them sit sit in? And 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 kind of allow PSD to come at them. I mean, you you might get. Would you get the white hankies coming out if they decided to to hold out and try and nick one, take it to extra time?
0: No, not really. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. I'd have gone things differently. I think football fans have been edge brainwashed out of attacking football. Is my is my view. Uh, you know, there used to be a short while ago in England we used to boo back passes. And now, now people cheer back passes. Oh, clever! That was clever play, wasn't
2: it? Okay. <laughs> I I do worry about the Madrid midfield. I mean, Modric, you're right, is is, is just been astonishing and, and keeps astonishing us. Um, Cruz is is an injury doubt, isn't he? Tony Cruz, and and it's Casemiro suspended as well. I think he yes. is. So that's so that that first choice midfield of of, of Ancelotti is, is not going to be there for Madrid, and he does like that the you know the old guard. Um, who are reliable and, and and can can you know play to his orders and his his game plan. So that that's a that's a slight concern for me about Madrid. Who comes in? Camavinga is you know is this sort of young cavalier of a player? Um, scored a terrific goal at the weekend. Um, does he does Ancelotti trust him enough to come into that midfield? And and um, because I think they're going to be quite conservative. I think they're going to rely on. The quality of Benzema and, and Vinicius, I think, to 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 drag them back into the game, um, and they will then try and control things and and stop Madrid, stop Madrid threatening them on the break. I mean, I I, I just wonder about Madrid if they, if they can stop PSG hitting them like that. Um, Mbappé is a good price. Messi from a free kick is always value, I think, because he's you know like John said, he hasn't got the legs to run at teams. But if they win a free kick anywhere in the Bernabéu, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's almost as as good as a penalty. Uh, you yeah, know, if, yeah, if if it's in within range, so um, Messi for a free kick. Icardi is an interesting one because he came on at the weekend um, in in place of Di Maria. Um, yeah, so he'd be a an option off the bench if PSG were to kill the game late with a, a late break. Um, so I'm I'm still edging towards PSG. I still think they they've got enough to uh, to do this. Um, I mean Ancelotti is a former PSG coach, of course, but I, you know um, I, I think Pochettino has been there enough and is experienced enough to to be able to sort PSG out for this game. And 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 they will be cautious. Madrid will be cautious. There won't be many goals. Uh, I, I think PSG will, will will just about do enough.
1: Uh if you like a repeat of what happened in the first leg, Mbappe to score first in a PSG win is eleven. Uh, Mbappe any time in a PSG victory is four point two five. And I think um this this might be not that he needs a breakthrough game, but he when Mbappe kinda of steps up another level. Do you think this might this might be his moment, John?
0: Yeah, yeah, it could be. Could be. Um <sighs> Of course, it could be one of his last moments. So, you know, everything suggests that he's going to Real Madrid, doesn't it? In the in the summer, so maybe we want to don't want to do too much damage to them. But he he, he played superbly uh, in the in the first game. He was the standout player in the first game, uh, and he you know he deserved his goal at the end. It would have been harsh on on PSG if they'd come away with nothing from that or got the straw from that. Um, yeah, I mean, a fabulous play. His, his pace is a, is a real threat. Real Madrid are not bad at the back. Um, they're missing Mendy, the the left back, their best left back. So. They will have to readjust again, which is a problem. Carvajal really struggled at right back because um, obviously Mbappe played a lot of his game in that inside left channel. Um, there are lots of problems for for Real Madrid. I think, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a close one. Real Madrid to go through in at three. Maybe is the there is a, a case there. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Which and, and I know it's sort of going against Gavin, but that, that's how close it is. That, you know, nothing really sings out at you.
1: And that's why they're both the same price to win this game. Madrid at two point six two, PSG at two point six two. The the draw at three point five will be perfect for PSG. Maybe that's where you put the uh, you draw the line there at three point five. That's at Real Madrid against PSG. Certainly one to watch, one to listen to on Clubhouse Radio as well. We'll uh, will guide you through the game. Oh, from the before kickoff and we'll take you through the teams as well. Uh, so keep listening to Clubhouse Radio for that one. Uh, that's Real Madrid against PSG. The second game, on, well, I'm going to call it the second game. The kickoff at the same time. Uh, Manchester City against Sporting of Portugal. Uh, 1.16 City, Sporting a 16 to win. Uh, the draw is 7.5. Uh, I'm going to task John Driscoll with making money from Manchester City <laughs> against Sporting Lisbon uh, because uh, it's, it's it's a it's a terrible shame um, for Sporting, but City have got themselves in a in a fabulous position and well they're going to go through. Let's just say that.
0: Uh, what price is Sporting an over six goals on this one, Dave? <laughs> Let
1: me just dig that one out.
0: <laughs>
1: I suppose I it is, Yeah.
0: I <laughs> mean, uh, we we, we called this to blow our own trumpets. We called this one. We 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 said this. You know, Manchester City ruthless. Sporting Lisbon not ruthless in that they they played open football and they were there to be to be taken. You know, you know they could have played it very differently. Sat in and and you know tried to strangle the life out of the game. Man City played Peterborough, didn't they? And they um, they put out a match day squad. I think I calculate that match day squad somewhere between seven hundred and fifty and eight hundred million in transfer fees in that match day squad that took on Peterborough and beat them by two goals to nil. So you know, a hard working grafting performance. In in a sense, you think from from Sporting's point of view, what do they want from this game? Realistically, they're not winning it six 0 are they? So to avoid humiliation, I think what the last thing they want is to get to ten, which. You know if they if they set about this in the wrong manner, that's where you could end up. Um, where will Pep go with his selection is another fascinating one, isn't it? So we didn't see Sterling at all at the weekend, did we, against Manchester United? Uh Jesus. It was fascinating that game against Peterborough. That, that I think there was one kid on the bench. So what an opportunity it would have been to have stuck on four or five youngsters and then to have given them a, a, an amount of time. So we've seen them, haven't we? You know, we've seen a few Palmer and Dilap and the likes, but I still, I mean, it's, it's one maybe for the, for the you know, once you see the team news, you yeah, have a look and you maybe pick out a couple of the City youngsters and think one of them might bag a goal. We, but, but there's a good chance we won't see any City youngsters in this game and that Pep will just sit and strangle the life out of it and win 2-0. I can see that. You, you know, you, just, you sort of go back when you're looking for how to win some money on it, almost draw, draw a line and think, right, what are they after from this game? And Pep, a steady win with no injuries. <laughs> Everyone plays to his game plan. And I think he's happy with that. So, uh, you know, a relatively narrow... Well, you know, not a a rampant City win. 2-0, 3-0. Comfortable City win.
1: It it is tough, isn't it, Gavin? Because he he doesn't mix his side up too much. And he knows he's got... And he's not playing again until Monday. Is it Palace away on Monday for for City? So, he's got a big enough squad anyway... And this, yeah. this the odd injury worry that he's got, but not too much. And if you're thinking, well, we can change things and bring in a couple of other 1st teamers from the weekend and there's mm. Sterling
2: and Jesus lining up. It's like, well, uh, OK, yeah. massive changes. There. Here come the B team. Well, I think he's, yeah, he's, he's all about maintaining the momentum. And I think he's also got in mind that, you know, OK, they've not got Palace until the Monday, so they've got a, a break, if you like, of five days. Um, But, yeah, potentially in the quarterfinals, you know, they could be drawn against the Liverpool or a PSG, um, and suddenly, yeah, you know, the, the dynamic of the season changes, and the calendar changes, the fixture list changes. So, I, th- I think he's going to just, yeah, keep the momentum going, keep things ticking over, keep <laughs> keeping Kevin De Bruyne destroying teams with his just his quality. Um, so, it's very hard to see where any value in in, in cities until you see the lineup, and, and and yeah, there are the kids there that are begging for opportunities, and we want to see, we always want to see kids coming through, and we want to see. Uh, that happening but I think Pep is he's almost becoming a little bit more cautious with his with his selections Um, you know he's not tinkering as much he's you know I think he is sensitive to the criticism that he you know he overthinks games and so I think he's going to pick his strongest team and he's going to carry on doing that Um, and he knows that he's got the quality throughout the squad that even if they get a really tough draw in a quarterfinal um, that they can they can carry on and, and and he can he can make changes if need be. Um but I think the, the, the squad is strong enough um you know physically to to cope with the demands of the next few weeks. And it will be a really hectic few weeks for City once they come through this um you know, they've got Liverpool in the league, haven't they, at some point in the near future. Um and, and, and as far as sporting goes, they yeah they he feels sorry for them and they, and they want to avoid a heavy defeat but there's some there's some interesting players in that in that sporting lineup you know you, is a we mentioned yeah you know, former psg player great great talent and and um, capable of of, of scoring um, in any in any game so i think he'd be an interesting one um, Slimani, the, the striker the moroccan striker has been around for for what seems like years and years um, for the Leicester striker that's right and he's um, he scored at the weekend so um, they've got they've got some goals in them somewhere Um, Pedro Conchavez is the is the guy who's been the star of the season he's a bit of an injury doubt so I I think there might even be a goal in it for them you know I think that's if you're gonna I mean maybe play it safe with something in terms of over 2.5 for City in terms of something safe but i think a wild card would be one of the one of the sporting players sarabia i think is a terrific player uh been unlucky with his with his transfers um so i'd, I'd be looking at maybe a sporting player to to nick one um when the when the, the game is i mean the, yeah the tie is safe city are through there's nothing there's nothing to lose for for sporting to, to have a go at some point
1: sarabia is 5.75 slimani at six anytime 13 first goal uh, for both of those. Um, at the weekend, we saw Kevin De Bruyne at 2.37 any time. Uh, first goal, 5.75. It is this, the time of the season where a fit Kevin De Bruyne can take City away in, in, in certain competitions. And just just in game, sometimes it just looks like he grows an extra foot up. <laughs> it just gets bigger, doesn't He just turns into like this Hulk-style player, grabs hold of the ball and storms into the box like he did against United on, on Sunday. He's uh, He's a phenomenal footballer, and injuries have—I think injuries have probably stifled him to some extent. But he's still remarkable, isn't he, John?
0: Yeah, and and Pep was was gushing about him at the weekend, wasn't it? Having him back, as he as he described it. So we'll probably see a lot of De Bruyne between now and the end of the season, won't won't we? As long as he stays fit, which obviously—I was going to say, we, yeah, obviously for for the well-being of the man himself, we want him to stay fit. Whether Liverpool fans might have a different view, you know. um, Gundogan, I thought Gundogan was excellent when he came on. Having said that, Manchester United, as Roy Keane would tell you, Manchester United were so were worrying about their the next uh, haircut that they were getting by that stage of the game had, had, had given up. Um, so Gundogan came off the bench and was influential. I think that uh, that might be where a look. I might be looking at the the City players who didn't play at the at the weekend. Mm. It would make sense to do that mini rotation, wouldn't it? Because um, Pep. He's, he's, he's very annoying in terms of rotating, in terms of trying to predict his team, in terms you know trying to you know you know make any kind of prediction of goal scorers in advance because you never quite know what tweaks he'll make to it. Um, so, but I think De Bruyne will play uh, Sterling, Jesus, Gundogan, all possibilities. I think they're all better bets than the likes of Slimani, say, even at six. It's a long shot isn't it and there's nothing to say that sporting won't rotate their team as well because yeah they've got uh, yeah. Then, you know what are they six points behind porto they're still you know that that's probably more realistic for them to try and think about now isn't it than than overturning city
1: uh city to keep a clean cheek 1.6 no is 2.2 so for a, a sporting goal in the game penalty in the game which um this time kind of you could see that happening 2.6 for a penalty in the match, um, as a Liverpool fan, we've all seen. We've all had the text go around. of What if City draw Liverpool next round and draw them in the semi-final of the FA Cup as well? It means a very interesting April, or not very interesting April, depending on what you what you consider. Um, I know Real Madrid and Barcelona had that kind of uh, four games in a row a few years back, didn't they? But um, including the Champions League tie. Um, But it's heading that way and as a Liverpool fan, I would happily see Chelsea draw City in the next (laughs) round. That would be absolutely fine by me. Um, That implies both get through, of course. We'll see. We'll see how how it goes. Uh, That is the end of this week of Champions League matches, the four that we've gone through. Uh, this week uh, my thanks once again to John Driscoll and to Gavin Hamilton uh, we will be back previewing next week's Champions League games as we finish off this round of 16 and um, we're also back uh, for the Premier League previews in the week and for the weekend as well and for every single second of every single Premier League and Champions League game here on sportsbet.io on Clubhouse Radio this is a sports betting media production please always gamble responsibly and um, we will see you next time happy betting
0: everyone. Clubhouse Champions League betting previews with sportsbet.io. Previewing every game of the UEFA Champions League. Listen to Clubhouse Radio with sportsbet.io for all the best bets as the games are being played. Please gabble responsibly.